G'day everyone, welcome to Season 3, Episode 5, I think it is, Donnie, of the Giddy Up Podcast. Uh, for everyone who's listening today, whether you're listening live on Facebook or you're listening on a podcast, we're really thrilled to have you because Donnie is here and if you can see him, he's growing his beard again, Donnie, so welcome, Don. What's going on? Thanks, mate. Thank you. I tell you, nothing like a slight mad scramble right before the show oh my starts. God, this is show it? is going to be. I mean, we wing it most weeks, but if, if there's ever a show that we are winging, it's tonight. It's down this of, is it. It's mate, down to the wire. But uh, we have got heaps of stuff on tonight. We're very excited, like we always are. I've hit record tonight, so that's always a good sign. Oh. So nothing to worry about. We've got um, the. Excellent. Mick Duffy's back for us again. Is we've, he back? Have we got him mate, back? We've got him back. He's we got a prize draw tonight, Donnie. A Yarra Valley Big Cat Beer Company prize pack. I'm excited. And to everyone who gave us a review during the week, you're in the prize draw to win that pack. So we're going to be drawing that a little bit later yeah. in the show tonight. Very excited about that. And speaking yeah, of giveaways, JT, Donnie. Everyone, JT. Is that everyone? Well, we are. Nigel's. Was, is he still getting... Nigel Nod, mate. You never know what Nigel Nod is up to. I don't know if a review came through for Nigel Nod again. But, um, of course, it's not just um, McDuffie. We've got uh, Nant will be joining us on a pre-recording. I'll explain a little bit about that um, later. Um, and, of course, we've got the Money Whisperer. So we've got an all-star lineup tonight for everyone with lots of awesome advice and tips. Um, Donnie, you keep freezing on me just so you know. So JT, I'll tell you what, I've noticed that already. I don't know if you can hear me now, but I, I can hear you fine. filthy. Because I have paid a fortune. I, I've paid an arm and a leg. And seriously, when you're already missing one, that's not a good start to bloody upgrade. And so if this doesn't go to plan, JT, it's going to be a filthy dawn in the house. We'll be uh, to, we'll be hearing all about your love of Telstra on next week's episode, I'm sure, man. Oh, so, I'll tell you. Um, so um, now we've got a little bit, you know, normally, Donnie, we have our wonderful tradie.com as a sponsor as well. Do I know about that, JT? And, and what do we do, Donnie? We give away a $100 voucher every week. Yeah, every week without fail. So it's going to fail tonight. We got something oh, different. <laughs> what I said, okay, what do we do? This well, is good. This is what I like about our pre-podcast meetings that we have, <laughs> and I know everything that you're on about. Yeah, I know. I'm just. I told you we're going to wing a lot of stuff tonight. So, um, but we do have a different uh, concept, if you like, for being able to go into the draw to win a tradie.com voucher. And the reason, Donnie, we've changed a little bit because we want to give. Bit of a chance for those that aren't listening live because we know for a lot of people, you know, you might be want, wanting to watch The Bachelor right now um, or um, – no, not Bachelor, sorry. Um, what is it called? First Dates. Myths or something. Married, married at First Sight, of course. We're up against them, Donnie, so that's a lot of competition for some people. <laughs> this will be a sellout then because who is watching that crap? Donnie, there's a lot of people watching it. Oh, actually, Jackie, um, I know you're a bloody one of those uh, milk you know lovers. What? What's it called? Myths ma or maths? Ma or? Maths. Married at First Sight, Donnie. Um, <gasps> we'll Which have... makes a lot of sense for marriage, doesn't it? Hey, First Sight, no, do. Like, I'm big in... Trust me, JT, I oh. figure a one-night stand oh, is no. a good thing. Bloody marrying them straight off the bat, like that's a big call. It's a big call. We're not going to do a review of the show because that'll go forever. But what we are oh, going to do is stick good. to some that's of our refreshing. favourite episodes. We've got uh, all the usual stuff. We've got a couple of cracking uh, dad jokes as well. PG, I think, Donnie, we'll have to check, check in with P you a bit later on. PG, is that mean uh, milk required, JT? Uh, is that uh, no, that I think no milk, no milk break required, I think, tonight. So anyway, we've got lots of weird, wacky, wonderful stuff. So we're going to get straight into our first segment. Let's do it. Weird, wonderful and wacky. 
Ah, uh, Donnie, one of the beautiful things we love about COVID is no flying. When's the last time uh, you went on a plane? I know it was actually pretty recent for you, wasn't it? Yeah, the other day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's um, a but shit apart story. from that, yeah, but apart from that, like not overseas, JT. So if you're not flying overseas, doesn't really count, does it? That's just you know cutting a lap around the country. Just a big bus, really, isn't it? So yeah. I'm, I'm off to uh, Sydney. That'll be the first time I've jumped on a plane in well over a year for someone who used to travel a lot. So I uh, can't say I'm looking forward to it, but that's where I'm heading. Um, but one of the things we're playing. Travel, Donnie's. Yeah, have you ever had the window seat? Are you a window or an aisle oh, sort of a lo- guy? I am a window every day of the week, JT. Except when I come with Buff, and she makes me feel guilty about the window. I like the window because I just go off to sleep. Oh, mate. you just so, a bit of an otter and just yep, clunk out. I understand. Yep. Um, and I guess with what my, about you, with, mate? You need aisle for me all the way. Actually, mate. JT. Do you actually remember what it's like back where the windows are? Like, because you're always up the pointy end, you are. I mean, you know how they have that curtain? I've never seen what's behind the curtain. I think, I think that's where everyone <laughs> else sits. You're making me so. sick. <laughs> Eight years you've given it to me. Uh, no, anyway, no, carry no, I'll on. seat, mate, for me. I like the eye because I, like I do like looking out the window and I do agree with you. It's nice to sort of, you know, have a bit of a, a sleep if you need to. But I, I love just getting up and going for a walk and stretching the legs. So I'm sort of normally sort of go to the aisle. But I want to show you a bit of footage, Donnie, um, because because this, we like footage, JT. This might just change your mind of um, well, which seat you, you might like. Because there was a bit of news if you missed it during the week, Donnie. Let's just play this right now. Mayday, Mayday, United uh, twenty-eight, United three twenty-eight heavy Mayday, Mayday aircraft. Uh, yeah, United Denver uh, departure, United three twenty-eight heavy Mayday aircraft. Uh, just experienced a engine failure. Need to turn immediately. Yeah, three twenty-eight left or right turn. Now, Donnie, that is uh, an engine, as you can probably see, on fire. Now, I don't know about you, Donnie, but if I'm looking out the window, that's probably not something I want to see. Well, JT, if I was looking out the window and I saw that, I sure as shit wouldn't have it on TikTok. Like, I would have put it on the Giddy Up <laughs> podcast. Like, that is – what happened there, Jay? Well, clearly – the bloody engine is on fire. So uh, what's it, going on? Mate, it was on fire and uh, it was a Boeing. It didn't look all there. It was a Boeing 747. It literally just exploded mid-flight and uh, just after takeoff. And uh, so you can imagine, yeah, on a two-engine plane, when one engine goes, uh, probably not ideal, right? So, um, um, but not not only was that scary if you're on the plane, but it was also scary if you're on the ground on because there was some, some pretty bad stuff that was happening. Uh, I'm trying to see if I've actually got some photos of it. I will bring them up in a second. Um, of what actually happened, but there was literally debris all over the place. Of course, because it's got to go somewhere. Holy crap. Yeah. And so did um, someone just walk out and go, ah, what have we got here? Dunk, copped it in the head or oh, how what, does that work? Uh, miraculously, there was actually no injuries on the ground on. Uh, no. Which is, I know, it's it's pretty incredible it didn't happen. But um, Did the crash, like I don't mean to be a gory mongrel, but did yes, that plane do. crash? Like did what? <laughs> did people die out of that or what no, happened? No, the good news is the plane actually managed oh. to turn around and got a uh, priority clearance obviously to land and, and landed it did. So um, actually everything worked out okay. Um, but, geez, if you're on that plane, would, would you be flying again anytime soon or you sort of just go, you know what? I realised that was about as close as I wanted to get. No, hell no. I'd be flying every day because I'd go, shit, if that's not going to kill me, flying safe. I'd be feeling really good, JT. You'd be feeling good. Really good about that. Well, here's here's some some of the debris. So have a look at that. Here's some photos for those that are watching. Um, How's that? Just the front of an airline engine just lands in your front yard. There's bits going through cars, bits landing on the nature strip, et cetera. Uh, I'm just going out to do the lawn, love. Don't forget to do the fuel gelage. It's it's incredible that no one got hurt, right? So um, (laughs) now, um, of course, if you are listening live, you can comment and join in the conversation so quick shout out to andrew who uh, andrew vernon who 
he's watching us now. He's uh, I loved his uh, comment there when we were just talking about maths, and he was just saying that. Uh, well, his wife's watching it, but otherwise uh, he wouldn't have come across it. Wanted to say a g'day to Donny. G'day, so, Eggy. Um, what a bloody champion, mate. He'll be on every week. He's a smart man, Eggy, and he, especially when he finds out about our beer sponsor, uh, he will he, <laughs> he will be all over that. We love, hey, we love a good beer. JT, it just goes to show a bit of what goes on between your ears, doesn't it? Because you're about to fly next week. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, you I, I am. Flying up and you're fly- yep. showing shit like that. That's like my wife watching bloody air crash investigators <laughs> before we go on a holiday. Uh, Houston, <laughs> are you sure? I love air crash investigators. And my theory <laughs> is you learn stuff. And you're better prepared, Donnie, when you're on a flight because you go, oh, that's what this is. This is all good. We'll, we'll get that sorted. I'd love to I'd yes, rather know. <laughs> Here we go. Much You'll be pissing know. off down the back with your shoelace. I've got it. <laughs> I know what to do, guys. I've seen this on air crashing, but don't panic. It's like the worst thing you can ever say, right, in an emergency. But um, oh my, yeah. I have actually been on a couple of um, pretty hairy no. flights, Don, and true story, uh, and I used to fly a lot. Uh, but I remember yes. a flight in my younger days, literally in the middle of India, um, and I was going on a flight. I was on a massive 747, and we were going up to a storm, and you could see it through your window, this massive, big, black, nasty-looking thing. And they tried yeah. going around, and as they do, they try and navigate around the storms, mm. but we didn't quite make it. And we literally went through the middle of the storm, and I kid you not, I honestly thought it was game over. The plane was just getting tossed around like a paper plane. Everything was flying everywhere. There was baggage and stuff flying around the aisles and carts. People were screaming, hanging on for dear life. And you're thinking this isn't great. And I remember watching the um, the the what do you call it? the uh, the wing was just flapping around like I just thought it was going to fall off at any time. It was just like it was bloody scary. But you know what? Obviously, lived to tell a tale. And well, now, you're here. Yeah, that's right. Now you sort of now I got a bit of turbulence. Like, really turbulence? Come on, oh, oh, that's nothing. <laughs> Come on, um, step so, it up. Uh, as much as it was terrifying <laughs> at the time, well, now it sort of puts everything else in a perspective. So uh, now, Donnie. Oh no, you can get stuff, mate. You one of the yours. new the new trends, I think, is. Um, that's emerging across the world is these gender reveals. Have you seen those? You oh, know, yes, you're having a baby big and JT. Yeah, they're huge, right? And well, mm. Don, we, we we love you know bringing some funny stuff. Um, of course, that's. Oh, I thought you were going to say we love bringing kids into the world. I'm going. Well, I did it four oh, times. You, so yeah, no, you've had a, a couple. You've had a bit of practice, um, <laughs> but um, well. Two things. One, because we're in our weird, wacky, and wonderful segment. So the first thing is um, there was a gender reveal during the week, Don. It didn't quite go to plan. Oh. Oh, no. Did they reveal the wrong sex? Well, look, sometimes these are really funny, but the the seriousness of this one is actually resulted in death, Don. What? They killed the baby. You weren't happy with it. Baby was okay, but um, a true story, and a 28-year-old father-to-be was actually killed during the week uh, when he was building a gender reveal um, device and it exploded and he was killed and his brother who was helping was, was, you know, is in serious condition in hospital. So obviously was going... I don't really want to make light of... Deaf JT, it's going to shoot the kid out of the cannon. Like, what's he making? <laughs> well, there are some some really funny ones, and 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 Donnie, it would be <laughs> what's the word? It would, would be, be wrong funny. of me not to show some, wouldn't it? Because we talk you, about death. Surely but... you got. Hey, if you, I don't, I don't know. Have you got Pete? You haven't got the explanation, have you? No, no. We better tell I, the kids. I, I tried to find it, but no, I didn't. Um, but <laughs> I do want to um, show you. Uh, here's the first gender reveal when it just didn't quite go to plan. Two, one. 
Fair to say uh, he won't be having another kid. <laughs> oh, hopefully that was his, um, yeah, the child of his choice. Yeah, because he won't he's be getting, getting another anymore. one. That's exactly right. Oh, and just one he more. He played cricket for India, didn't he? Well, Cop one into us. Yeah, oh, good. I like Go it. Go on. Um, and the next one, just going to show you one more. And again, this is one it didn't quite go to plan, Don. She's on crutches. It's never going to end well, is it? You guys yeah, got a good count now. Everybody, here we go. Three, two, one. He's funny. Yeah, probably didn't go quite to plan. I would have thought, Don. Um, now, yeah, I don't know if he's going to be as happy with his kid as she is. <laughs> no, that's exactly right. Now, um, Donnie, um, of course, we've been talking a lot about Victoria and we've spoken about the lockdown and, you know, let's face it, I haven't been a real big fan of what's going on down here and you know, we'd love to get no. out of the state, but they've locked it down. I can't escape. Well, Donnie, just when you think Victoria couldn't get any worse. Oh, what do you mean? We haven't got another lockdown, have we? No, not another lockdown. Well, not yet. Vaccination's not going to plan? Well, that's what? that's also true. They, they aren't going to plan. But, um, no, we've got a new urgent health alert has been issued, Donnie, because there's a new flesh-eating skin infection that's just been found in Melbourne for the first time. Where is it, JT? Well, we don't know exactly where it is in Melbourne, Donnie. JT, JT, I'm telling you, it, I actually had word on the street that... It's actually in Dingley Village, JT. Did you really? Check this shit out. <laughs> Bloody hell, it's taking your whole leg off. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, uh, it wasn't that funny. What is it? It's a, a Mate, it's, it's, it's called a buruli, oh, I can't even pronounce it, buruli ulcer. And it's, it. you know, let's just say I'm going to put an really image on this. I'm going to put the image on the screen, Don. If you're a bit squeamish. I suggest you look well, away right now. Well, they've already just thrown up. I've been flashing bits. Oh. <laughs> Here's a little shot. I found a lot worse, but it's a oh. flesh-eating disease. It literally eats away at your flesh. Uh, fair to say. Well, at least it does it in a nice circle we type. Yeah, pattern. that's a nice one, isn't it? There were some of the others I just didn't <laughs> want to show. Um, so. Oh, good. Where, where did that thing, like, did it just land on someone and start munching away or did it start from the ground up? Like, how how does that? Uh, Don, Donnie. Uh, you, what you're asking me stuff where you expected I did research? <laughs> Man, I have absolutely no idea. Just thought it looked cool, and there was an urgent health alert. <laughs> See, here's me bringing animals for you because I know you like animals, oh. and you just go getting bloody flesh-eating viruses because I'm missing bits. You're a bastard of a human. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, speaking of uh, missing bits and and mutations and all that sort of stuff, Donnie. Oh, what do you got now? Well, you know, sometimes nature just throws up some weird-looking shit, right? Yeah, yeah, well, look at my sisters. <laughs> no, we're only kidding. Oh, they listen. Geez. They're lovely. <laughs> yeah, I'm not touching that one, I tell you. Um, we'll just watch the feed just go off now. Um, no, no. Um, now, we, of course, we had a rock a couple of weeks ago. Remember that rock? It looked like the, um, uh, what do you call it? The... Uh, the Oh, the Cookie Monster Rock. Remember we showed that a couple of oh, weeks ago? Oh, yeah, that was worth a bomb. Yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> oh, shit, sorry, well, that's right. Um, that's JT for you. Oh, yeah. no, sorry, gross Brony. Um, no, this one is a shark, Donnie. Uh, a shark was caught during the week. And, uh, well, I'm just going to put it up and just tell me if you what you think it looks like. Right, oh. oh, someone's taking the biz. That's fucking photoshopped every day of the week. 
True. That, that is, is not, not Photoshop. <laughs> that is legit. No way. That is legit. Weird looking unit. And you're telling me that was a legit shark. Um, that was legit. It was actually a baby shark. It was uh, it was a big shark that was Don't caught. Don't play that bloody song, JT. <laughs> I can't copyright. Um, yeah, good. So, uh, yeah, good, right? Um, but, no, it's a true story. That was legit. Actually, no Photoshop whatsoever. It was a shark in its eyes. Normally, they're around the side, and it was uh, for this shark, the, the, um, they were underneath, obviously, as you can see. Normally, the eyes are... Yeah, at the side. We I like right? the fact that it's smiling for the photo. Cheese. <laughs> oh, buddy. What is probably, that? Calamari. Probably not smiling because it was dead, but um, yeah. Oh, mm, okay. Yeah. Maybe the um, – what's the taxidermist? They ah, might have yes. whacked a they, smile they, on They, the they could have done it. That's show. very, very true. Um, <laughs> now, the um, the final thing I want to leave you with, is, and this is absolutely oh. in the – I don't know. I'm putting it in the terrifying category because, Donnie, have you ever been on a big cruise ship? Oh, yeah. I was the youngest one by about four generations on it. Oh, I picked the wrong one, JT. <laughs> um, the, I don't know about you, but big waves and ships often don't sort of mix too well. Oh, no, no. I did say to Buff for a long time, we're not doing it, mate. I get seasick with a little bit of swell. She goes, no, no, it'll be great. And fortunately for us, we didn't have the big wave. So I'm happy to have a look at what you got because I got out of it scotch. Okay, well, I'm going to show you some footage now. And this is absolutely incredible footage. It was um, filmed on the 16th of January this year. And it involves Whoa. a very big ship, a freight ship. It wasn't a cruise ship with lots of people on it, thankfully. But um, just watch this footage. Apologies if you listen on the podcast. This is something you really need to see. Um, oh. and you'll but they hear- can come back and watch it, JT. Where can they, they do can. that? Uh, they'll find it on the giddyuppodcast.com.au website. Donna. Very oh, good. Um, have a look at this footage. It is truly terrifying. And I'll leave the audio on. This is real footage from inside the cabin, just going over the waves here. I'll talk you through it. A couple of big, decent-sized waves there. It's a big, big freight ship. There we go. Going up that wave. You're going, okay, this is good. Coming down the wave, and there's another big wave coming here. You can see yes. it's just about to go in. Listen here. <gasps> if you're just watching this or you're listening, his ship just snapped in half, literally. And can you hear the captain calling a day right now? Unbelievable footage. Oh, JT, that is um, like that. Houston, we have a problem. Holy shit, I've never seen anything like that. And you said cruise ship. That was like a freighter, was it? Yeah, that, that was, was, a, that was a freighter. It was a, a cargo ship. It was literally broken in two off, the, off Turkey's Black Sea uh, earlier this month, as I said. Um, now, the reality was there was actually a ship, literally you could see it in the shot if you watch it again, uh, if you're watching this again. Yeah. There's a ship very close by. Um, but um, unfortunately, um, not everyone escaped. So four people actually died uh, when that went down. Uh, there was 13 crew uh, there, so nine people were, um, were were obviously saved, but uh, four people lost their lives on that. But it's just incredible footage because the waves didn't look overly crazy. I mean, mind you, I wouldn't want to be amongst it at all. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I just to, for a ship just to break like that and and went down pretty quickly. Obviously, the whole front of the ship basically just snapped off. So all the water's just gushing in. I mean, bloody hell, incredible footage. I'll tell you what, hats off to the cameraman, though, just to keep his nerve <laughs> and just keep filming and, you know. <laughs> oh, mate, stuff that for a joke. So, so far, JT, we've got Dan Andrews, who will not let us leave the state, mm. and we've got you, who won't let us go up in the air because you're showing planes on fire. You won't let us get out by sea because you're showing ships snapping in half. So, we're all staying put for the rest of our life. Oh, it's time to go walk about, mate. 
<laughs> get the, <laughs> get the legs all leg working, right? Um, so there you Can go. Well, you see how mine is. Yeah, it's just one, right? Hoppy. <laughs> um, so we um, that was our weird, wacky, and wonderful. But of course, uh, followed closely by Geek of the Week. Oh, this is you to a TJ. Um, so Geek of the Week So a couple of um, Well the first one I'm just not going to Give it too much airplay Donnie But we spoke last time About Facebook uh, Pulling out News gone And everyone's Facebook yeah, feed Has just changed right? oh, Well mine changed Buddy months ago And that's why Excuse me But it gives me the shit So I don't really bother Even though You know We watch and people watch Through Facebook And so thank you For the platform But <laughs> See Love how geez, he's digging himself me. Out of that hole there Yep <laughs> Freaking hate Facebook Never get on it Oh yeah But if you're watching The Giddy Up Podcast However yeah. I love it <laughs> but, but honestly There was a time there That I used to love it And I'd post it all the time Because it was easy to navigate And then all of a sudden The, the old ching ching Facebook needed to cash up Out of it mm. And they just made it difficult And you had to pay for shit to For people that already Liked your page So as far as I was concerned i said well if you've gone out of your way to like my page mate you deserve to get whatever i put out there mm. right but mm. no facebook says no we'll give it to 25 people and pay the rest on so like, how bloody you ask mate so i wasn't a fan so i sort mm. of just brushed over this facebook pulling out until i heard they'd ripped down a few new sites that were you know affecting people's lives i thought well now you're shitheads but let's find out from the geek guru what actually happened what was all that story about jt well they did pull out um obviously that that's fact it happened uh, they'd been threatening it for a while the government australian government that was doing a world first and decided that if uh, if you're going to be sharing news on facebook and facebook are therefore getting traffic out of that and selling advertising then they should be paying uh money to for those news articles to be on their site and Facebook, of course, said, well, you can get stuffed because it's a free world and, you know, we're happy to share. People share whatever they like kind of thing. Uh, we're not paying for it. It undermines the whole principle of the internet where you can share stuff. Um, but a deal was done during the week, Donny, and uh, <laughs> you've got to read between the lines and I don't know, there's not enough has been published. So clearly a deal was done between Facebook and the Australian government. But needless to say, mm. that ban has now been overturned. Facebook are now returning uh, and everything is being turned back on that was turned off. Wait up, JT. So the Australian government called bullshit on Facebook and Facebook took their bat and ball and went home. Is that what happened? Uh, that's initially what happened. Um, but So we follow your advice on everything. Who's in the wrong here? Uh, yeah, well, you know, it, it, it's a complicated topic because I kind of agree with um, the Australian government but I also agree with Facebook. I, I, and I know I'm just completely sitting on the fence, but the whole idea of the internet is to be able to share stuff. But the reality is... News is so critical and independent news is even more critical in the world that we live in. And the reality is if you're a news media outlet and people are just sharing your content and they go to your website, how do you generate revenue? Because no one's paying so, it. You're not buying the paper anymore, you know. So people are just getting their news for free on digital. Now, some sites have locked it down, like Herald Sun, for example, or The Age. You know, you've got a subscription only. But there's yeah, so yeah. many other news outlets that aren't, like news.com.au, for example, where you don't have to pay. Nothing's gated. So it, it is a complicated issue, and hopefully now there's, there's been a, a resolution. But what about people like us, J2, who've got a podcast, we've got listeners that say, hey, this is bloody entertaining. You blokes throw up a bit of news and you talk about it and you, you have a, a conversation about that news. Like, we're not paying shit to anyone to use that. So, like, are we as bad as, you know, everybody else, the other news agencies or what? 
Well, I love that you call us news for a start and entertaining. I would have, I wouldn't have picked <laughs> yeah. either of those two, but I, <laughs> you know, I read a couple of the reviews, JT. Uh, yes, uh, fantastic. <laughs> they were the politest words that were used. <laughs> they weren't um, on our page, by the way. They were on someone well, else. Well, I think the reality is that all these sites, whether it's YouTube, um, Facebook, Instagram, etc., make money out of traffic because there's ads that get played and people are paying to use those ads. So that's why when you're on YouTube and some of these people are making tons of money on YouTube, it's because YouTube are paying for the amount of views that you get you produce great content and facebook or, or, or youtube that will pay you for that content so yeah we're producing content nowhere near enough to make an impact on the world clearly um but i don't think we're we're doing anyone any harm and, and neither is anyone else who's producing content so that that's so nobody's view. putting their hand out for cash from us either no, are they no correct so so the Quite, world will go back like to normal. Then. Yep, so the world will go back to normal. There's been a back-end deal done with the government, Facebook, no doubt. As taxpayers, God knows how many billions that probably just cost us. We'll never hear the answer to that, but deal done. Hey, JT, one other thing. Australia, you said we were first. Has any other countries like had a look see at this and said, hey, yeah, we'll bloody take that on, or have they just all shut up knowing it's going to be a lot cheaper? Yeah, not yet. And that's why Facebook and Google pushed really hard because it was going to set a precedence. And, you know, if we had got it in and – uh, you know, then every other country would have thought, hello, here's an opportunity. So that's why yeah. they pushed really hard. And as I said, now Google have already had done a deal a couple of weeks ago, so they never got to the point where they pulled out. Facebook obviously wanted to push a little bit harder. But, yeah, all, all systems back on, so all good. Yep, yeah, well played. Now, all that's right. um, a little tiny bit of geeky news, but, of course, the biggest geek news of the year Ooh. and quite Ooh. possibly of the decade, Don, Oh, geez, when you say decade, that's big stuff. What have you got, JT? This, this is big you stuff. You've got a new Apple iPhone or something? Tomorrow. Here we go. This is the Ooh, footage, Donnie. Is Captain this a plane confirmed. burning? Oh, no. Safely on the surface of Mars, ready to begin seeking the sands of past life. The first thing we did after we deployed the mass is we Pretty bloody exciting so is, um, uh, I'm just going to turn this images uh, music off here. Game. But we landed a rover, Donnie, on Mars. A $2.7 billion rover ex it landed on Mars on the 18th of uh, Feb 2021. Uh, and this is the first footage that's come back in colour from Mars. So it's pretty bloody exciting, I think, from a from a global exploration perspective. Um, and the, the rover itself has um, 20, where is the number? 27, I think it was, or something ridiculous amount of cameras on it. Um, so I'm just trying to find it. 23 cameras on board, two microphones, lots of centres, and a drone helicopter. Uh, they haven't launched the drone helicopter yet, but it did survive the, uh, the landing, so they'll actually be able to take off and fly around. Um, and actually plot where they want this rover to go. So pretty incredible footage, and uh, it's amazing when you think um, that a rover set off all that time ago and uh, it lands. They landed it safely, and uh, now we're, we're all good to go and have a squeeze around Mars. I don't know if you're frozen in shock or just frozen. <laughs> no, I'm frozen, JT. They can't fix our bloody internet, but they can land on Mars. They can get stuff, <laughs> mate. What a oh, – whatever, Trevor. It's, like, you geeks love that shit, but seriously, I just want my internet fixed up. <laughs> oh, no, it is um, – it is, you're right. We can't get a lot of basic shit down here and we can uh, get something that is literally uh, 19,000 kilometres away and land it. Um, and there we go. Um, so, hey, how big's Mars? They probably weren't going to have much trouble landing, though, were they? It's not uh, like they had to like hit the bullseye or anything, did they? It's pretty. Like, no one's been there before and said, "Well, land here." No, they had. They very much had a spot that they wanted to land, and they've actually landed in an area that they believe had 
had um, had water at some point. So clearly they're looking for uh, stuff that they can uh, go, hey, you well, know, you'd be thirsty a, after that trip. Was, there was a bit of life around here at some point. Now, the other thing that's very exciting, Don, and I'm going to play this for our listeners right now. This is the first right. ever, and this is why I think this is big, this is the first ever sounds that well, have been recorded. Well, let me get these dodgy bloody headphones sorted out, JT. So it's only 10 seconds, but this is literally the first time we have ever heard sound from another planet in our solar system. Righto. I'll mute. Probably won't hear a lot. Probably won't hear anything. That was it, Donnie. What did you think? <laughs> nah, bullshit. What, what, actually, come to think of it, what were we expecting? The giddy up podcast bloody playing out there? It's Mars, mate. There's no sucker there. There's no, there was actually a bit JT. of wind. There was a bit of wind noise. I know it's very hard to hear on this, but there was actually a bit of wind noise. And, that was um, a pilot farting. It probably sound better when you're not listening it over a live podcast, but you can search it on the, on the internet. Um, it is just a bit of wind, but it is incredible uh, when you think about it, seeing that that footage and um, hearing something on, a, on, a, on another planet in our solar system. Did you sleep? JT, you wouldn't have been able to sleep, you geeky ones. You would have bloody been chomping the bit for that. It was a little, little bit exciting. Um, seven months it took to get um, from leaving Earth to, to land on Mars. So it's a fairly decent trip, uh, obviously a one-way trip. Um, but, um, yeah, with all those cameras wait, on wait, board, wait, yep. one way. Are we, does that mean all that footage and uh, cameras and shit not come back? Like, Well, the footage is coming back, Donnie. That's called cameras. Yeah, yeah, but uh, uh, the actual cameras itself, like are they – not coming back? Are they leaving it there? Yeah, everything's staying. Is that the plan? Correct. Yeah, that's is no, it. It's a one-way trip to to Mars, mate. We can't propel back to Earth, so uh, anything that goes to Mars is oh. staying there. So um, that rover is going to be could around. have put a few people on there. I've got a big list of people. Well, NASA go. are planning on getting people to Mars in in the twenty thirties, Don. So that will be within our lifetime that NASA are one planning, way? and there's obviously plans uh, privately to do that um, before then. Um, so watch this space, whether we, uh, whether Mars actually becomes has human life on on it in the near future. JT, did you say seven months? I did. That's what it took for us to negotiate the contract to have our next guest on. Mate, this is big. <laughs> we're being waiting for this, JT. Uh, we have. Um, we're very excited to get the uh, the wonderful Nant Nissen on to join us. Nant um, has. Thousands of listeners in her own right, and has worked all like over a dream, the world. I heard um, <laughs> worked all over the world, um, helping people live a better life, basically. And um, we are going to get her on live. We had a few technical issues that uh, are on my end, so we've got a recording for this week. But uh, the plan there we is go. to we bring can put them on Mars, but we can't uh, bloody get her in the studio. Exactly right. So um, we are planning on uh, having Nan on live each week, and what she's going to be doing is giving us some some real tips. And then one of the things that you'll you'll really notice with Nan is um, she cuts through all the bullshit. So um, she just. Says Says it how it is, and and breaks down Not some like pretty. Us. I know, right? And breaks down <laughs> some pretty complex stuff, or a bust a lot of myths that you sort of get conditioned to or believed over the years, and says, you know what? Oh, I call bullshit, uh, and backs it up. Um, like so it is very exciting. So we've got a um a recorded uh, one here for the first time. Goes for a few minutes, but uh, as have we got a fancy intro and stuff, or we're not there yet? Settle down. Um. <laughs> <laughs> we don't You're lucky to get this show to air tonight, let alone a bloody intro. Um, so, without further ado, let me introduce you to the wonderful Nant Nissen. Hello to all the Giddy Up listeners and viewers. This is Nant Nissen, the Health Whisperer. 
Coming to you not live tonight, unfortunately, due to location issues, I'm not able to be there tonight live, but look forward to being there next time, absolutely, because I'm not like Rob the dentist who can't show his face, and I'm not like the money whisperer who has yet to appear, but I look forward to seeing him live very soon. So we're talking about all things health, fitness and wellness. Now, please make sure you put on the page, ask away anything you'd like to, and I'll address it in future episodes. What we want to talk about tonight is weight loss, because so many of us have experienced weight gain or shape change over the COVID period, the lockdown. Now, what's really important, my tip for tonight is to throw away the scales and to stop focusing on weight loss because the scales don't, don't tell us the real story. Scales and weight change all throughout the day for a variety of different reasons. We can drink more water, you'll put weight on. We can drink no water and you'll lose weight. We can get you to not eat for a few days and you'll lose a lot of kilos but your body fat percentage won't be any different. In fact, it may be higher. You may lose some muscle mass. So what we want to be focusing on is not weight loss, but body shape change. We want to be focusing on muscle mass increase and body fat loss. So what you want to do is throw out the scales. I know that we've been conditioned in scales for years and years and years, but we want to throw out the scales because if you can go to the toilet and lose weight, then that clearly has nothing to do with how you look, your health, your fitness and your wellness. So what we want to focus on most importantly is how we feel. And then we want to focus on what's our body shape like? We want to focus on how our clothes are fitting and we want to focus on how we look in the mirror. How many of us actually look in the mirror before, after the shower? A lot of people I know actually never look at themselves. So what I'd like you to do is throw out the scales, focus on building your muscle mass, and we'll speak about how to do this in future episodes, focus on body fat loss, body shape change and let the weight loss go. It doesn't matter how much you weigh. It matters how you feel. It matters how well you are, how healthy you are, how fit you are. And most of all, it matters how you feel in your own skin. So what's important is body shape change, not weight loss on the scales. There's a lot more to this, but I know I don't have much time, so we can go into this in further episodes. Or as I said, please let me know if you'd like me to go into anything specific, anything fitness, health and wellness. We could talk for years about it. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for having me giddy up. And I will look forward to seeing you live on the next episode. This has been Nat Niston, The Health Whisperer, and I will speak to you soon. Bye for now. Oh, JT, hasn't she come out swinging straight away, bang, into the bloody money whisperer, and she's given him a serve for not turning up. Oh, I tell you, <laughs> we want to get some results here. I'm a fat bastard, and I, I'm not sure what I should do, JT. I get the feeling I should throw away my scales. Uh, I really like that she's given me some solid tips. So, JT, so far I'm picking up. I've got to throw away the scales and just get a bit of uh, body action going on in the mirror. Check me out, a bit of me time. And... Um, 
And sure as hell, I'm going to lose some weight. I like it. Well, actually, I'm going to feel great, JT. I I'm think going to that's feel the key. great. That's exactly right. And so Nan, Nan's <laughs> philosophy is around four pillars to health, and um, I think it's really exciting. It, it's not just about weight loss. It's not just about sleeping better. There's a whole bunch of stuff you've got to get right. And um, as I said, the good thing about um, Nan is just taking away the bullshit. And um, and I agree, we are conditioned to do so much, and uh, you don't really think about it. So um, I'm looking forward to uh, getting her on live next week. Um, but the one thing to take away, everyone, is if you've got questions about health, anything, throw them in the comments, throw them in the questions, and Nat will address them uh, on the show each week live. So you've got your own JT, health expert. She does know this is the Giddy Up podcast, and at some point we'll be talking about and probably drinking alcohol in the show. She does Actually, that's a question I'm going to have for her. Like, is alcohol good or bad for you? That, that's my topic, an alcoholic to alcohol topic. And I better proof listen to that before she plays it because it might not make it on air. Yeah, you may not like what you're going to hear for that, Don, I'm afraid. No, um, I'm pretty sure I know what she's going to say. No. So thank you, Nant, for, uh, for joining us. We're looking oh, forward to having you, on Nant. every week. We and uh, any questions, just whack them in the comments or send it in to us during the week and we'll make sure that they get addressed. Uh, now, Donnie, on to... I can't wait to hear her and the head-to-head. -head, <laughs> I can't wait. Jeez, I'm, I'm still want to see yeah, what the sorry, money Jackie, whisperer what like. But, um, well, some other news around today. It was one of the things we wanted to discuss, Donnie, uh, is Coles have decided they're going to ditch single-use plastic. So they're getting rid of the plates, the, the cutlery, the bowls, all the usual stuff that you can buy in packs of 20 and 50 and all that sort of stuff. You know, when you have a party or you might want to do stuff, um, they're just getting rid of it. It's gone. Well, JT, I think they're flogs. Like, seriously, I... We're getting rid of it because we want to save the environment. Yeah, all for that. No worries at all. But it, when, you know, JT, Uber Eats, mate, eat off of a wooden fork, all those, the cardboard forks, your food tastes like shit. Like, get rid of everything but keep the forks and the spoons, mate. Bloody hell, JT. There's so much plastic packaging in Coles. When I can walk through there and they're not got everything, nature-grown shit in plastic, then I'll say, yeah, let's go for the products that are in it. Up until then, I think you got your hand on it, mate. Fair enough. Uh, yep, no argument from me. I'd love to argue it for the sake of it, but I agree with you. Um, now, the other thing, Donnie, I know this one you do have a view on. I'd be interested to hear this uh, because you're a little bit vocal about the last one, but um, you know, the name Chappelle Corby, you know, if you've grown up in Australia, you've probably heard of the name at some point. Um, the convicted um, drug smuggler that went to Bali and had some drugs stashed in her bodyboard. Spent a lot of time in Bali, but was released and uh, made sort of didn't do a lot when she got back to Australia, but made her way on to a hit show, it's fair to say, uh, last year, SAS Australia. And it's fair yeah, to say that, that the, yeah, it was, and, and it's fair to say I, I did watch the show and, and it's fair to say the public kind of warmed to her. I think everyone had a view prior to her going on the show, but I think after seeing her and hearing from her and her story and her journey and all that sort of stuff, you know, you sort of go, oh, okay, you know what, she's not that bad. But um, Donnie, I know you had a sort of a different view and now it's just been announced that she's going to be appearing on dun, 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 Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> <laughs> they did. There's a message for the kids. Hey, kids, grab your boogie board, fill her <laughs> up with hooch, head over to Bali, do a bit of time, come back and make a shitload. Who are we kidding, JT? Like, fair dinkum. Oh, 
Yes, you've got to ask the question, was she guilty, was she innocent? You know what? I had the same question asked around a few of my mates that have, or one in particular, that went to jail for, for murder and unfortunate, but people tend to give me zero slack the fact that I believed him, right? So so what I'm saying is, isn't the law that you're not allowed to profit off your crime? So it, I'm tipping she's not doing this because she's come back with a big heart and wants to help out. No, no, she's getting paid for it. And the rumours were that a she got load. paid more than uh, the other contestants on SAS as well. Um, so I'm sure right. she's being financially compensated. But Donnie, she she was found guilty. And I know she's yep. she's never really come out and said, you know, I did it, so she still maintains her innocence to this day. Um, yep. But she did her time yep. in Bali, so she served her penance to society. She's come back. Why Why? Why is it an issue? Well, the, the issue I've got, JT, is we're dancing with the stars. What is this star? Like, what's she done? She what? Before she got busted for dope, right, what, regardless whether she's innocent or guilty and done her time, what has she done for to be a genuine role model or a star or a profile? What's she done? She's done nothing but break the law, mate. So that's what I've got an issue with. Like, if you do something bad, right, but you're you've got some genuine credibility about you, then okay, there you go. Use that as your star. But I'm still trying to work out what she's done and why we should be going. Oh, great, she's uh, uh, oh okay. I've got little eight-year-old hate. He's going to sit there and watch Dance with the Stars and it'll probably be one of those nights that I'm not watching <laughs> just because I don't tend to watch a lot of TV, JT. But when he turns around and says to me, he goes, oh, Dad, look, there's Grant Denyer. That's right. He was a host and I've seen him on Jungle and he's done all these things and he's a race car and driver and all these sort of things. And he goes, oh, and there's whoever else we've got who's an actor or this or that. Oh, and there's Chappelle. Dad, what'd she do? <laughs> okay. Well, champ, <laughs> this is where shit gets interesting. She's a badass. Okay, took- so, so Donnie, would it make you feel better if it was just dancing with uh, someone who's got a profile in? Is, is you take, do you That'll take do. exception that to the word star? Do. Yep, I'll take it. Because it's, I've got that issue with glorifying people that, have, that haven't done anything. Like the Kardashians, okay, they had to bloody live with them a camera in their face 24-7, but people that are famous for being famous or worse, famous for doing dumb shit, mm-hmm. you know what? You lost me. Mm-hmm. There's so many. JT, the doctor that bloody dived into your neck and gave you a pain-free existence, he is a star. The guy who built my thumb when I was bloody next to no years old and got my surgeon that went overseas to learn an operation to stop my bone growing out of the end of my leg. They are stars. These bloody superstars that have helped with this COVID stopping the spread. You know what? There's there's some genuine stars that have been overlooked by people that are not stars, JT, and not in for doing anything great. They've just got a high profile, and that is my issue with society today. Buddy, Facebook and all this shit can give you a profile. It doesn't it gives us nothing. So like we said on last week's show, JT, what I do is I look at it and go, well, how much weight do I want to put into that show? Fucking none. So because of that. So, yeah, I mean, I don't blame people for liking Chappelle and reading a book and seeing her story. I've got no issues with that. But I have an issue with society glamour glamorizing somebody who's done nothing. 
Mm. I was just about to offer you the role as marketing manager for Dancing with the Stars 2021, but I, we might need to re. Yeah, probably that. won't take that one, JT. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no, look, um, yeah, it's something that a lot of people have a, a view on, and it was interesting uh, when she was on um, SAS because a lot of people were pretty much saying the same thing. I'm, I refuse to watch the show because she's in it. And yet she was in it, and a lot of people changed their mind after watching her. So it'll be interesting to see if that carries on into Dancing with the Stars or that resentment is still there. And you know the weird thing, JT, is I'm all for, I've actually questioned this whole caper all my life around, um, you know, what's the point of being penalised after you've done your time. So you do your time, and as far as I'm concerned, your crime is paid for, so you should have a clean slate. If that's the case, it's from that moment on that we go and look for what you can do in society after that to build your star, not what you've dragged with you. Because one minute you're trying to say, I'm redeemed and I've I've moved on from that, yet that's all your credibility and that's what gets you on the show. So somewhere along the line, we've got to call bullshit. Okay. Well, I think it's fair to say you're calling bullshit, Don. Well, yeah, JT, that's just, you know, me sitting on the fence, I suppose. No, no, we love it that you never sit on the fence, Donnie, and um, that's why people tune in, mate, because you have an opinion and we love to hear it. So, now, Donnie, we um, we put the call out. We had a new sponsor that we introduced last week, Don. <laughs> Did we ever? And I'll tell you what, JT, the bloody line's nearly melted. It's uh, it, it had a lot to do with the fact that people like the amber gold, JT, <laughs> and uh and we did ask people to put some reviews up, JT. We said, if you don't mind, just jump on giddyup.com.au. Oh, what is that? Giddyuppodcast.com.au. That's the one. Yes, yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, and leave a review. I would like to thank everybody that left a review, except for the people that didn't leave five-star review. You can get stuff. No, uh, seriously, we have to cop it when it comes. So thank you for everybody who left a review. That is great. Uh, Nigel, I really appreciate his the most. <laughs> Uh, and he's so far my favourite reviewer in the world. <laughs> mm, yeah, the infamous Nigel, hey? Um, well, of course, um, the deal was for anyone that um, put a review on our website, they got one uh, entry into the big wheel. And if they did a review on iTunes, they got two entries into the big wheel. So I have uh, gone and looked at all the reviews, Donnie, Ooh. and um, yes. we have the big wheel loaded, ready to go. And they're going to win themselves... What do they get? Well, they're going to win a fantastic prize pack from our new sponsor, the Yarra Valley Big, Big Cat, Cat Beer Company. Beer Company, um, if you don't mind. And oh, but I, you know what? I don't actually know what's in the pack though. Oh well, how can we find out, JT? Well, what can we do? Mate, there's only one way to find out. We got to we got to ask the man himself. Is he? Can, he's not coming back, is he? I thought he, after you didn't push record last time, I thought you failed on us. Can you, can you believe it? He's back. He's How back. are you, Mick? He's back. <laughs> JT, Don, I'm well. How are we? Oh, the great man. G'day, Mick. How are you, mate? I'm well, Don. Doing well, you mate. Know what concerns me is that you might have just been lurking in, I don't know where you are exactly. Are you at the brewery, Mick? Where are you? <laughs> no, I'm not at the brewery, unfortunately. Off? No, I'm. Uh, yeah, I'm at. I'm at home. I'm stuck in a room at home. Oh, oh well, that happens. Well, That's good. We're, yep. we're wrapped to have you on. We're wrapped to have you on again, Mick. Now we're going to draw the wheel, and after we've drawn the the name out, you're going to tell us uh, what they've actually won. So, um, without further ado, we're going to cross to the wheel right now. Oh, I'll tell you what, wheels are exciting, Mick, and. 
There's a lot of people on there. There's so uh, thanks for everyone. Yeah, we for um, DT, disclosure, we had eleven reviews on the website, and only the one on iTunes. Eleven. There is a bit more work to do it on iTunes. Are they all up there, JT? I've only seen five. All is up What's there. What's going on? How do you only see five? You're taking the piss? Well, when I go on the website, that's what oh, I saw. Yeah, so it's only showing the latest, the last five at the moment on the website, but they are all oh. there. I just haven't worked out a bloody display them all yet, but I'll sort it out. Um, so thank <laughs> you to the 11 people that put a review in. I'm going to hit click uh, now. Um, so, yeah, click everyone who did a review on the website got the one, and uh, Nant, who gave us one, thank you, on iTunes gets the, the double entry. So we are ready to go. I know everyone's really keen to win the mystery well, I hope it's a set packs. of scales so, um, that they win. Here we go. <laughs> and, and there we go. All right. She's away. You excited, Mick? First giveaway? Oh, yeah. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. There you go. Tell me it's a set of scales, Mick. <laughs> uh, Nance going to be very happy with that, I tell you, because she doesn't mind a, uh, a, a drop of beer or two, Mick. So um, what is uh, the wonderful Nan? Oh, it sounds really rigged now, doesn't it? But uh, uh, it was all fair. Um, what is, uh, what well, is she Nan had twice Nanasol? as many chances well, as JT. She followed the rules. exactly so. right. What's she won, Mick? <laughs> well, what, um, what Nan's won tonight, we were looking at the, at the gift pack, but what we thought we'd do instead, um, so she can choose exactly what she wants on the, on the website and look at different beers because we do have some sours and we've got glassware mm. and those sorts of things. So we're, we're, we're going to provide a $50 voucher so she can go on and, um, and, and, choose, uh, and choose what um, what type of beer or what type of merch she likes. And I thought if we can, now we didn't discuss this, JT, but as it's the first night and we're excited obviously about the, the sponsorship, and you've got all those great reviews on the website. Any Have chance we can bring that wheel up again, spin it again, and we'll give out another voucher tonight just to uh, just oh, to launch. No, the whole, uh, there we go. <laughs> we we can do this that. Is we bloody love this sponsorship, love JT. It. This is next level. <laughs> all right. Can I'll you put my name on there, JT? No. <laughs> uh, here we go. So a sp- second spin. Good oh. luck, everyone. Hey, this is what happens when you're in the dungeon for hours and hours. If Nat scores it again, look out. She's going to – is it going to go to Sam? Is it going to click over? Well, we're not going to give Nan another one. We're not doing it. No. No. We'll do another spin. We're going to do another spin. Nan can't win twice. New rule on Giddy Up Podcast. <laughs> if this goes on Ned, I want it, that wheel. I want it weighed. Oh, uh, we definitely have here a new go. winner here. here. It's in the Reese. Denise, which way is it going to go? Oh, Reese. There you go. Winner, winner. We got dinner. Congratulations. Uh, that is awesome. Whoops, I've lost you there. I'll get you back there, Mick. Oh, we've lost Mick. No, he's back. He's back. back. All good. Um, congr- congratulations uh, to our two winners, uh, Nat and Reese. Fantastic. Mick, that's bloody awesome. So what, uh, a $50 voucher as well, is it, for uh, for Reese? Absolutely, yes. Yeah. So $50 voucher. Um, you can go on and um, have a look through the site, choose the beer or the, or, or the merch that you're after. Um, so we'll get that um, We'll get that code for you and um and for anyone else that um that missed out and um for all the good listeners of the giddy up podcast what we've done on the website as well um we've set up a code so for for all listeners when they go and, and purchase any beer when they get to check out all they've got to do is type in giddy up uh and that gets them 10 percent off their uh their order so um yeah for all listeners jump on there and um order away and um yeah put giddy up when you when you check out and um you can get yourself some some tasty beers or, or merch as well and mick what's that website 
That website is Yarra Valley Big Cat Beer Company. We've actually shortened it to YVBCBC because it's a mouthful, that name. So. Well, so is those beers, which are good mouthful beer. <laughs> I tell you, I can't wait now to talk alcohol when Nant comes on next. And she's going <laughs> to buy a shitload of merch because if she gets into that alcohol and then she gives me the spray for saying, no, we can't, this is, I love this. This is sensational. Mate, that is bloody awesome. So uh, thank you. Congratulations to our winner. Mick, thanks for jumping on. Thanks for uh, being part of the um, the, the family of uh, Giddy Up Pod- Podcast sponsorship now, mate. We love having you what on board. And, and uh, to the winners, uh, we'll be in contact to get you details etc and get that through to mick hey jt what about mick's feature interview because remember we jumped in and had a chat with mick is that have we got that i love that you just mentioned it we had a fantastic (laughs) chat with mick a few days ago it is now live i've still got to do the graphics but it is live on on the giddy up podcast website so if you go to um our website you'll see up the top there we have special editions and we now have uh mick duffy is loaded there to go so you can actually watch uh the video that we did with uh with mick and myself and you can listen to it of course on the podcast as well um I, I wanted to say um, we did. We, of course, we talk about um, just how Mick got involved in the and uh, in starting your own beer company. It's a dream for a lot of people. So we certainly talk about that. Um, Mick's also done Kokoda with Donnie, and and it was a great chat to understand some of the challenges around that. And I think if you keep hanging on and listening towards the end, it's also incredibly raw and emotional chat around Mick's journey with uh, with his kids and in particular his, his eldest daughter who was born with some challenges and just Mick was very open around sharing that and um, you know the challenge with that so it's I 100% recommend you you jump on and have a listen not right now because you've got to listen to the rest of the show and we've got some good stuff coming but and uh, and I tell you what Excellent. JT don't skirt over the fact that Mick has well he's got a big announcement in that uh, interview about uh, Kokoda so uh, that's also stuff, very man. very true. Now next week we are going to have uh, the Yarra Valley Beer Cat Big Com- uh, Beer Company. It is a mouthful, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I can't we say are quickly. Have to do some work uh, on that, I know, right? um, We should drink some before we do the podcast. There you go. Good idea. Just-, <laughs> just loosen us up a bit. Um, so what we're going to do? We're going to give away uh, some prizes each week. Mick will surprise us what that might be each week. But what we want to do for next week, if you've got. Um, a fascinating, interesting, mysterious story. Um, oh, yes. Send it into big the page and Mickey's going to pick one because the big cat is all about the mystery cat around Victoria that's never seen. So we're interested in hearing some of your mystery stories. It can be anything. It could be something about am- animals, something in your family, uh, some little thing you've heard. Just send it in and Mick will pick one and you'll be getting yourself an awesome uh, pack or prize next week that Mick will announce as well. So I could say something about my, my sisters or something, like that sort of <laughs> weird stuff. That's kind of what he was looking for. But uh, <laughs> you're, you're, oh, no, something more mysterious. Yeah, there's something a little bit more mysterious than that. So, uh, Mick, thanks for joining us, uh, mate, and we look forward to uh, seeing you again uh, next week. Pleasure, JT, Don. Always good. And, yeah, look forward to uh, hearing some of those mysterious and legendary stories that come in and uh, look forward to catching up with you both next week. Fantastic. Thanks, Mick. Uh, love to you and the family, Mick. What a bloody champion. Thanks for joining us, mate. Thanks, guys. Jeez, JT, we're privileged to have him back, weren't we? Oh, mate, that was pretty good. He's thrown in the extra prize pack as well. So that but was, on the spot, just bang. Mate, that's what you do. And you're a co-founder, mate. You can, you can do these things. So well, That's it. Yeah, yeah. co-founder. You got, you're pulling all the strings. That's exactly right. Um, now, <laughs> I like um, how he rolls. Donnie, it's time. We need some funny stuff, Donnie. What do you got? It's time to share our TikToks. It's time for TikTok. <laughs> of course it is. 
We love a few good TikToks and I thought, well, one of the ones that really – you get all sorts of stuff on TikTok. That's what I love. It's not just all the same type of stuff. It's variety, Donnie. Have a look at this one. This is about a um, – well, you know – Hours of bloody variety. You've got to employ <laughs> You've got to employ all sorts of different types of pubs these days. It's tough. COVID has made it really difficult for the workforce. You've just got to think left field and do some different things. So I love this. this is very Aussie. Check this out. I just don't see it actually happening. Come on. Pour a beer. <laughs> Fair to say he didn't pull a beer, did absolutely nothing. Um, useless kangaroo. Would not get a gig at the Big Cat Yarra Valley Beer Company. <laughs> no, he did. Too bloody lazy to work there. He definitely wouldn't get a gig. But, um, well, the other thing I really wanted to show you, if I can find it, is now a lot of people get very bored by cricket. Some people love well, it. Some bored. I'm one of them, JT. Well, yeah, no, I, I get you. But um, just every now and then on a cricket field, something kind of funny happens. And just, you know, sometimes you, you just have a lucky day. And other days things just mm. don't go your way. I'll let you work out which way it goes right looking at this clip. Let's have a look at this. The audio is good too if you're listening. So if you saw that, what's just happened there? Just explain that, Jake. You've got to see it again. So he's flicked the ball up. The the wicketkeeper has dropped a catch where the ball is literally right in front of him. So that was bad enough. They're going, oh, you're bloody kidding. We've just dropped a catch. The ball hits the ground, rolls into the stumps, but the bales don't come off. Which is out. But the bales don't come off. So it's not out. (laughs) Have a look again. Have a look again at this. I can play it again. Okay, hang on one sec. Oh, that's the next one. Here. Oh, jeez. <laughs> when it's your lucky day, it's your lucky day. I tell you what. Um, oh, mate, he is absolutely lucky in that batsman. Yeah, uh, yeah, correct. Now, speaking of unlucky days or lucky, whichever way you look at it, um, the marriage proposals, Donnie, a lot of work goes into you know making it a very special moment that's going to be. <laughs> unforgettable you know there's a lot of pressure on on you know people now who are proposing to get it right because you know you only technically want to do this once so you don't want to stuff it up you want to get it right so jt I'm, this is not one of those general someone's not going to die in this bit are they? no one dies but uh let's <laughs> let's just say it probably didn't quite go, go to plan um what have you got? look at this proposal i had to kill the music because uh well you know the usual oh it's uh, illegal to play someone's music n- usual issue here. but let me just start uh, i'm just bloody trying to find it. i've lost it uh no, where is it it's i'll tell you about my coming. marriage proposal here we go JT. here we go it's coming here we go what do you got so I'll just talk you through it here. It's uh, the gondola. Oh, yeah. I think this is one of the casinos in Vegas. Um, he's in the gondola. He's going, oh, I'm going to propose. Oh, nice. oh, look at it. She's very good. This is amazing. I'm going to kneel down. Oh, Here's no. the ring. Beautiful, right? I'm going to stand up and I'll... I'll, oh, 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 oh. I'll, oh, no. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. Straight over the he's side of the boat. He's got over yeah, yeah. Straight that is the funny as. Has he still got the ring or did he lose it? We no. stand up. So the other, he got the ring, yes, got, got the kiss. She reaction. said yes. It all worked out fantastic. okay. Fantastic. All worked out okay. Oh, oh, 
Jeez, I, I thought we were going to lose him for a minute. Big no. shark come along and he's gone. No, but that's no. fantastic, JT. There's not much you don't find on uh, TikTok that's not worth showing, is it? <laughs> hours of my life wasted, I tell you. That's the best I could come <laughs> up with. It was pretty well, ordinary. We'll call that research, JT. I do Probably call it research, my friend. I do. Now, Donnie, I want to pose something to you in uh, in my segment. Oh. And this is one that gives me a little bit of the chills. It'll be interesting to see what other people's oh. views are on this because, oh. and I am, okay. to be honest, I don't know which way you're going to go on this. So I'm very interested to hear what you're going to say. I don't. This is JT's Pick of the Week. Now, Donnie, have you heard of what's called a stigmatised property? Uh, yeah, yes. Yes, I have. What would you that's, describe it as? Well, that's where it's been. It's got a reputation. Shit's gone down there and it's it's got now history. Uh, typically, uh, you know, your, your body's in the barrel type set up. Someone's died there. Um, you know, it, it's it, it's and it's not that where you get the ghost whisper in and they just cleanse it for you. Like it's actually, yep, that's how it's branded. Yeah, correct. So um, here's a photo here of a nice looking home. That's it's nice. a you know, big double story, a garage, a nice beautiful yard, etc. Now this home was um, bought by um, uh, Alan and Derek, who uh, this is in Sydney, uh, in North Ride. Now this was going back. Oh, this was in 2004. They bought the property. Now they were a Buddhist beautiful. couple. Oh, and they bought probably. the hap- they bought the house. They were very very happy with themselves. They thought this is fantastic. Got a good deal here. I think we've got a few Buddhists listening to our show, JT. And uh, fantastic. Thanks for listening. <laughs> and um, anyway, it turns out that uh, about a week later, they were just happened to be reading the news and um, and saw that um, there was a bit of a news article about their house saying, "Oh, someone's bought uh, this this house." Now, it turned out that um, that was the scene of a tragic triple murder where Gonzalez killed his parents and sister in their house. Now, being a Buddhist couple, uh, a couple or any couple for that matter, but Buddhists in particular, I guess, um, they were mortified to say the least. And the agent was did not disclose that the property had a past and they ended up um, – uh, it didn't go to court, but it sort of went down the legal path, and uh, they eventually they were given back their deposits, and the agents were actually fined twenty thousand dollars for failing to disclose that that was the site of the murders. The house later sold for about eighty thousand dollars less than what it had actually sold for at the time. So my question to you, Don, what is your question, JT? If you knew that someone had been murdered in a house, would would you buy mm. it? Uh, probably make a good rental, JT. Um, <laughs> can I get it cheaper? Um, you know what? And that's the thing, isn't it? You know, people, COVID, you, you buy stuff sight unseen off the internet. So, I mean, they're the risk. But I just thought it was legal that they, or illegal that they don't show it. Isn't, isn't the law, isn't there legislation around that that they have to, I just thought that. They couldn't not know that. I'm hoping there's a couple of property experts here because I actually spent a bit of time researching this and there is absolutely in South Australia and in New South Wales there are laws. Um, It would appear as though there are no laws in Victoria still around stigmatised property. Um, Is that right? Another reason to leave. Well, <laughs> not by <laughs> boat or by air. Uh, yeah, that's right. Um, I, I could think of nothing worse. Like if I knew a place said uh, something bad had happened in that place, there's not a hope in hell I would want to live in it. Not a hope in hell. Well, 
JT, I've seen like some stories and docos and stuff where when really bad shit's happened, they've bulldozed the house and said, right, that's that's it. It's not even a Anne Frank's Diaries body museum or anything. It's just like that's gone. You know those uh, uh, Amanda Berry, you know that house where they were those girls were kidnapped and kept in the basement, all that sort of yeah, you know, yeah, 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 dodgy yeah. body bus driver? Yeah, yeah. That, you know, that sort of stuff. I just thought like obviously that's in the States, mm, but mm. I, I think they're – it almost seems like that's like the right thing to do, doesn't it? If nothing else out of respect for the people that have died, yep. maybe the law should be passed, not that it gets discussed, um, just, but then again, I suppose somebody's innocent who's going to lose out on the fact that they've bought this house. So if, if that happened and the owners of the house weren't the guilty party, then it's not really right to just rock up and bulldoze a house, is it? So that probably needs to be thought through a bit, I think. Yeah, sure, but there's still no hope in hell I would live in mine. I'd be interested in what you guys think if you're listening live, uh, whack it in the yeah, comments. Yeah, let us know. We'd love like to people- know if you would actually – some people go, oh, couldn't give a shit. Um, if, if it's a bargain, even better. Um, so we would love to hear what you guys think. And while you're um, while you're typing in um, uh, your yeses or nos into the comments um, – Donnie, we did say we're going to change up a little bit around how we do the code word, and it's... Yes, JT. Now, when you tried to explain this to me, I thought, bloody brilliant, that's a great idea. And then I got busy, and I said, what did he say again? So, no, the the code word, JT, and this is, I know we've had people waiting, waiting Mm, and mm. and listening out for the code word to find out what it is for tonight, but Mm. we haven't given it because we we changed the way we're doing it. That's right. So The way we're going to do it, JT... Is uh, well, we want we want the listeners, and I'm talking about listeners here. Yep. We want the listeners to be able to um, contribute during the week. So if they're listening on podcast land mm-hmm. and not necessarily, <laughs> that's unusual. Um, <laughs> if they're listening on podcast land, then they would um, they would still get a chance to get a prize. Well, that's exactly that right? right. One of the things we wanted to do is give the people that we know a lot of people listen to the show on catch up. So they might watch it on Facebook, you know, a couple of days after the live. Mm. Um, and there's also a lot of people that um, just listen to the podcast and don't actually watch the video side of it as well. And we want to make sure you guys don't get left out in terms of opportunities to win some prizes. So what we've decided to do is we're going to mix it up a little bit. We're going to give you a phrase right now. And it's really simple. The phrase is, you need to type this into the comments to go into the draw to win. Yes, otherwise it'll just be a bit random. That's right. So all you got to do is put my favourite chocolate is and tell us what your favourite chocolate is. And if you do that right now and you're listening live, we're going to give you two shots to go onto the big wheel. But if oh, you're I listening like to that. this on a podcast like or it's not live, feel free to send a message into the page and you'll also go into the draw, but we will be drawing it next week. So rather, we'll always be a little bit of a week behind. So, But you still get two two entries if you mention it now and one entry if you've listened to the podcast at a later time, not live, and you still get a chance to win uh, the $100 tradie.com.voucher. So all you need to do is um, at some point during this show is just type in my favourite chocolate is. Um, Andrew's just told us he's as cherry ripe. That's just sick, Andrew. Oh, Disgusting. Good work, um, Some caramel, oh, aero barges. Oh, love it. This is, JT, isn't this exactly what Nant's going to just be pulling her hair out? <laughs> us pricks putting up all the opposite shit that <laughs> she talks about. Feeling good. I feel good. Eat chocolate, man. Oh, love it. She's going to be so entertaining for us to have. Even Nant. Even Nat likes chocolate, though. There's the tip. So uh, can't get right past the Malteser with Nat. So, uh, um, but um, that's what we'd love to hear is uh, oh, what your favourite yes. chocolates are. So make sure you type in my favourite chocolate. That phrase is very, very important. Um, and tell us what it is and you'll go in 
into the draw. And but we will draw this next week. And again, if you're if you're not listening live, um, that's okay. You can still enter. Just uh, send it into the page, and we'll still put you in as well. So we need we need somebody like um, uh, Swifty, little Janine. We need her to go and write the whole phase. That's, don't we? that's exactly phrase. right. Otherwise we're, okay, right, right, JT. There's so. the deal. You got to write. My favourite chocolate is, and then put it in. That's interesting. Ben Scott's changed his profile what? picture. Yeah. Oh, that's up there recently. Right, yep. What else? <laughs> <laughs> nice work. Now, um, Donnie, um, we want to talk about now. We we can't swear a hell of a lot on this show. We do every now and then, but I want to introduce our our segment where things get a little bit rough. Dickhead of the week. You suck. Now, Donnie, um, we do call this uh, dickhead of the week. Um, but mm. um, it's funny, Donnie, because when Don, on the, one of the rare occasions, does research <laughs> for the show, sent me in a clip that I'd actually already slotted in for this spot as well. So we both picked up on this one. And, um, well, Don wanted to upgrade the word from dickhead to something else that I'm not allowed to repeat on. Uh, C-bomb. Yeah, that was the C-bomb. And absolutely appropriate, it's fair to say. So uh, the person that we want to nominate uh, this week is um, Merrilee's Vandemur. I don't, I don't even know if I pronounce her name and quite frankly. And it doesn't matter if we get it wrong. Couldn't give a shit. Um, she's a 32-year-old mother of one and she's a well-known hunter with uh, over 90,000 Facebook followers. Now, her husband paid her 1500 pounds to allow her to go and hunt a giraffe that's right a giraffe a completely defenseless animal that does nothing to hurt anyone her husband paid fifteen hundred dollars or fifteen hundred pounds for her to go and shoot it and to me it just makes me sick to even think about it and to quote her words um she was she was saying how excited she was. I'm, it was a Valentine's Day present, which is just sick in itself. Um, she said, I'm over the moon with my Valentine's Day present. Seriously, how can anyone be proud and get excited when you're basically just pointing a gun at an animal and pulling a trigger? It's not hunting. It's not a sport. It is absolutely disgusting. And uh, I'm going to put a photo up. It is blurred for some parts. Um, but... Yeah, this is if I've ever met a dickhead of the week, it's both her husband and her. Uh, so here's the photo. If I'm going to put it up now, actually, bloody forgotten the photo. Yeah, hey, look away if you don't. Keep, want to keep see. talking, Donnie, because I've got actually got to find the yeah. photo now. Sorry, mate. Yeah, um, yeah. I yeah, uh, I must admit, JT, we've got a lot of country folk that listen to this, and and I too from the bush. And there's a time and place to kill. There's no question about that. I know we're both animal lovers and you're an extreme animal lover in my opinion and I think it's bloody fantastic. It's helped uh, a lot of things and you brought a lot of attention to uh, you know the welfare of animals and and on that note you know just a couple of days ago this week the great Steve Irwin was born uh, all those years ago so that's uh, that's exciting. So people that have just gone out of their way to to draw you know attention positive attention to uh, to, you know, animal conservation is a wonderful thing. But then when you get somebody who, as you said, mate, we had a uh, an awesome family experience the other week at the Melbourne Zoo and got to go around and some of the most beautiful creatures you you get a chance to have a look at is the giraffes. And when you say they're, they're harmless, you're right, they're, they're not even a pest. They're not a they're, – they're just a bloody an amazing creature to look at. So why anybody would want to deliberately line them up to kill them has uh, got me stuffed, mate. So – 
Yeah, it's anyway. exactly right. It's uh, it's just appalling. I'm just going to put a quick graphic up there because I didn't have time to get the actual photo. But um, this is the lovely lady um, uh, there, that, uh, and you can see the, the giraffe. They actually cut the giraffe's heart out because she was fascinated to know how big a giraffe's heart was. That's the kind of person we're dealing with there. So uh, if there's ever been a nomination for Dickhead of the Week, that would have to be uh, her. So, um, yeah. Hey, JT, I've got a, uh, a fascination. I'm fascinated to find out how big a Marilise Van D. Weezer fucking heart is and maybe we can cut hers out. Is that going a bit far? Uh, no, not really. Uh, I seriously have zero time for anyone like that. It's just disgusting. Um, but, Donnie, we can't always talk about bad stuff because uh, I'm going to throw to you, Donnie, because you have something yes. very special that you're going to run us with as soon as I play your promo, which I love hearing your old Yes, what have we got? Song. We've got a promo. Oh, that one? Uh, yes, big shout out to Whitey. Donnie's pick of the week. Hey, hey, you'll know that. All the, uh, the Tokemal legends will know that one because that is a Tokemal public school song and Whitey was bloody kind to uh, bring that along. Mate, I'm looking down here because I've got to find my phone. In my phone, JT, I'm going to introduce my happy punters Uh-oh. to something that is bloody fabulous, JT. Remember last week we spoke about... Um, that poor bastard who went on a Valentine's date and he oh, actually yes. paid a shitload for wine. He was just yeah, dumb yeah. as dog shit. Well, not really. He just he confessed that he had no clue mm. and he just went with whatever the waiter said, which just happened to be a shit ton of cash for a bottle of wine. Well, mm. JT, I've got the answer. Right. The answer is... Uh, this app and it's called um, Vivino. It's uh, I think that's how you say it. it's V I V I N O. So kids, get your uh, your writing scribble sticks out so you can write this down. It's uh, let me get it up for you. It's a red one. It's V I V I N O. And what you do, JT? This is what I love about it. So there's the app, right? So mm-hmm. if you're yep. not watching, get back around the camera so you can see it, right? And then what you just push this photo button here, and you you walk up to your favourite bottle. You just happen to be one in my office and um and you just what you do jt is you put it there and you and you just take a photo of the label that's all you got to do take a photo of the label and then this will um will give you you can just say yes use and it will give you the um a bit of uh, info about this, about the wine, whether it's good, whether it's shit, what you should be paying for. It's 3.7 stars, this one. Uh, I'm not convinced that I believe that. So I know it's a school <laughs> like JT, but, uh, you know, 3.7 uh, stars, go. that's better than 3.5. So we'll give a little taste to this one and just see. It says it's uh, it's fruity and it's bloody delicious. And it's uh, so here's cheers to this app. Cheers, JT. There you go. Good app. Thanks, Don. We mm. should have put that in life hacks, mate, for uh, for you. Oh, but, that's um, everything. Well, life hack. You bloody ripper the lot today. Got everything oh, that's rolled nice in. Drop. Now, of course, we're nearly near the Actually, end. Actually, and you can rate it. You can rate it as well. So what's your rating, Don? Yes, mate. Could you add a quick drop? Oh, I'll give it, it a – oh, yeah, 4.7. It's right up there. Oh, there we go. Oh, uh, lovely. Donnie, it's time for something. What do you got? Dad joke of the week. <laughs> JT, I am fixing these ear bloody things that I've been new this week. You notice I haven't got my headset on, JT. I've been um, I'm practicing looking a bit more JT-ish. I've got the microphone it's set up. I paid a shit ton for the um, internet and stuff. Yeah, but the bastards keep popping out, so I have to do this all night, right? Yep. But I want to make sure they're in because I don't want to miss the dad joke. And I know mm. our ratings go through the roof <laughs> on your dad jokes, mm, JT. Yeah, yeah. What have you got for us this week? Well, I've got um, two for you tonight, Donnie, and um, – they're, right. they're, they're both pretty good, I think. So, um, okay, well, talking them up. Our so, listeners will be the judge. They they always are the ultimate judge. Um, so, 
Uh, as a butcher is shooing away a dog from his shop, he sees a $10 uh, note and a handwritten note in the dog's mouth. And on the note it says, five lamb chops, please. So the butcher sort of looks at it in amaze. He goes, oh, I'll take the money. Great. And he puts a bag of uh, chops in the dog's mouth and he closes the shop. So he goes, I'm going to follow this dog. He goes, oh, this is bloody unbelievable. I want to see what's going on. So he follows the dog and he watches him wait for a green light, look both ways, smart dog, trot across Ooh. the road and the dog goes and stands at a bus stop. The dog checks the timetable, sits on the bench and then the bus arrives he walks around to the front, looks at the number to make sure it's the right bus, goes, beauty, jumps on the bus. The dog says, beauty. Yeah, yeah, Go I'm on, this dog. is it's, it's, it's bloody the smartest dog we've had on the show. Pretty impressive dog. <laughs> now, the, the butcher just follows. He's just completely dumbstruck. And as the bus travels out into the suburbs, the dog's just sitting in the window, taking in the scenery. And after a while, he stands on his back paws to push the stop bell. It's the bus stops. Gets off the bus and the butcher's going, shit, I'm bloody following him again. This is bloody incredible. Mm. So the dog runs up to a house and drops the bag of chops on the step. Then he goes back down the path, takes a big run up and throws himself at the door. Poof! Into the door. (laughs) Committed dog. He does it again and again. But there's no answer at the door, Don. So he's just running up, slamming into the door, but there's no answer. So then the dog jumps on a wall, he walks around the garden and he starts beating his head against the window. Then he jumps off and goes around and waits again at the front door. So eventually this big guy opens up and starts yelling abuse and shouting at the dog. And the butcher just goes, oh, hang on a minute, buddy runs up and he's screaming at the guy. He's mate, what are you doing? That bloody dog is a genius. And the owner, the big guy, he's, mate, he goes, genius, my ass. He goes... Man, it's the second time this week he's forgotten the bloody keys. <laughs> oh, JT. Oh, that's, I had no idea where that was going. So that's very good. <laughs> that could have gone anywhere, couldn't it, that one, let's be <laughs> honest. But uh, it was a pretty safe one, I thought. Um, now, the um, mine have fallen out too. Um, the, the last one, I just want to say a big shout out to Spiro because Spiro uh, is one of our regular listens and sp- uh, listeners and Spiro is good at sending me in some good material. So this one is courtesy of um, Spiro. Um, oh, so the kids probably will need milk if it's come from Spiro, <laughs> it's, actually, it's actually safe, believe it or not. So, um, right. Well, that's rare. He must have got it. Uh, I know, right? So, um, so a man and his wife are awakened at 3 o'clock in the morning by a loud pounding on the door. So the man gets up and he goes to the door and there's a drunken stranger just standing there in the pouring rain. He's like, mate, can you give us a push? And the guy, the guy goes, mate, not a chance. It's bloody three o'clock in the morning, mate. Slams the door and returns to bed. So he gets back in the bed and the wife says, well, who was that? And the guy's like, oh, mate, it was just some drunk guy asking for a bloody push. And she's like, oh, well, did you help him? He goes, no, no bloody way. It's three o'clock in the morning. It's pouring with rain. There's no stuff him. And the wife's like, well, geez, you've got a short memory, haven't you? Can you remember about three months ago when we broke down and those two guys helped us? Well, I think you should bloody go and help them. You should be ashamed of yourself. So the man's like, oh, yeah, he's probably got a bloody point. All right, I'll do as I'm told. So he gets dressed and goes out in the pouring rain. And he calls out in the dark and he goes, hello, are you still there? And he hears this, yes, comes back the answer. So he yells out, well, do you still need a push? And he goes, yes, please. Comes the reply from the dark. 
So the husband says, well, where are you? And and he hears the response back, goes, just over here on the swing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's good, JT. That's very good. That's come from Spiro. Yeah, I know, right? uh, (laughs) Holy crap. (laughs) I know. Spiro is amazing. So um, thank you, Spiro, for sending that one in. And if you've got any good jokes you do want to share, please send them in to me and I promise you it'll get read out because it's bloody hard finding good jokes every week. Oh, yeah. Um, Little life hacks too. We run out and bloody reverting to wine, bloody drinking. uh, That's exactly right. So um, now um, the other good thing about uh, our show, it's really the highlight, I think, for everyone's show, uh, of the show, is your final fling, Donnie, where you you get to impart some wisdom to people. So I'm going to throw to you for the final fling. Oh, JT, now this is something I don't need to be told twice. And that is very simply, don't forget to celebrate. And JT, we are so hard on ourselves. And we heard beautiful Nant say before about the scales and the fact that we 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 don't give ourselves enough opportunities and uh, to really have those wins. And I'm reminding people to celebrate the wins. Reward yourself for the big wins and make sure you keep track of, of all the little ones because they're equally as important. JT, when I was training, long before uh, I retired, I'd have my skin folds done. I'd go and see the beautiful Karen Inge at the Institute of Sport and she'd do my skin folds every around four weeks and we'd just keep on track of making sure that I was as physically fit as I could be. And what I did, JT, is every now and then I'd just be – I didn't hit the mark. And I thought, geez, I'm punishing myself when I don't do that and I'm not necessarily rewarding myself. I'd just take it in my stride when I did hit it. And I thought, nah, stuff that. So I deliberately put a Mars bar, and it's interesting that we say today uh, the phrase is my favourite chocolate is. I would have a Mars bar in my glove box and every time time I hit the mark, I would be able to eat that Mars bar. And then I'd replace it and I'd wait again until I got a chance to reward myself. JT, rewards are important. They're important for our kids. They're important for other people, but particularly they're important for us. So make sure that when you get a chance to reward yourself, do it and celebrate the wins because we never know when it'll be our last chance to celebrate. Donnie, as per usual, an awesome tip to go out on. Thank you so much for uh, sharing, again, your words of wisdom with everyone. Um, now, everyone, thank you so much for listening tonight. We've gone way over time tonight. We've had uh, we've, we've been crapping on way too long, Donnie. Um, so thank you for those who stuck with us and are still here at the end. There's still plenty of you there. Or if you're listening on the podcast, thank you for also listening in, whether you're doing a workout or going for a run like Mick used to do while he was uh, listening to us. So whichever way you're listening to the show, we're thankful that you're here. Remember, we are on the giddyuppodcast.com au website so if you want to go and see anything about the show watch mix uh, special edition all our other special editions oh, listen to previous episodes it's all now there on the website so thanks everyone for listening donny and also jt an opportunity for people to reach out to us if there's somebody they'd like us to have a, a special edition with we're happy to reach out to them better still if you've got a contact and you'd like us to have a chat with them we'd love to do it somebody who's entertaining got a story and uh, can add value to the show we're happy to have a chat so that'd be awesome uh, exactly right. So um, thank you, everyone, again uh, for listening. Uh, if you've got a health, a bit of health advice that you want, make sure you send it in. We'll get Nan to address it uh, next week for you as well. And Paul and Donna, get stuff. That mouldy chocolate has gone from the glove box, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, everyone, for watching. We will catch you uh, probably next week. More on that soon. Maybe. JT. Giddy up. <laughs>